Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, September 26th. In today's news, Bill Cosby will go to prison for at least three years. President Trump gets laughed at by foreign leaders, and Rod Rosenstein will probably survive through the midterms. But first, the big idea. President Trump attacked one of the women who has accused Brett Kavanaugh of sexual misconduct in harsh and stark language on Tuesday. He took aim at Deborah Ramirez, a classmate of Kavanaugh's at Yale University and the second woman to accuse the nominee. She told the New Yorker magazine that he exposed himself to her at a party when they were both freshmen. Kavanaugh categorically denies it. Trump dismissed Ramirez's account because she was, quote, totally inebriated and all messed up. He accused Democrats of playing a con game in an attempt to derail his choice for the Supreme Court. Trump's charged rhetoric against his nominee's accusers came as Republicans quickly closed ranks around Kavanaugh, even as a handful of pivotal swing votes remained quiet on whether they would ultimately support his confirmation. Nervous that more damaging revelations about Kavanaugh could still emerge, Republican leaders in the Senate have decided to step up the pace to drag Kavanaugh across the finish line. Even before Ford's testimony, the majority scheduled a vote for 9.30 a.m. on Friday morning to advance Kavanaugh out of the Senate Judiciary Committee. They're also considering the unusual step of keeping the Senate in session through the weekend so that they can run down the clock and force a vote of the full Senate as early as next Tuesday, possibly earlier. GOP leaders told their members during a closed-door caucus lunch yesterday that they should prepare to stay in Washington this weekend for Kavanaugh and not plan to return home to their states. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, the Kentucky Republican, declared Tuesday afternoon after that lunch, quote, I'm confident we're going to win. Looking ahead to Thursday's hearing for Christine Blasey Ford, Republicans have hired a female lawyer from outside the Senate to question her. They're nervous about the politically tough optics of an all-male Republican lineup questioning an accuser and trying to poke holes in her story. They're seeking to avoid a repeat of 1991 when an all-male panel's questioning of Anita Hill about her allegations of sexual harassment against Clarence Thomas angered female voters, leading to the year of the woman in 1992. The prosecutor who will ask the questions is Rachel Mitchell. She's a registered Republican and the Sex Crimes Bureau Chief for the Maricopa County Attorney's Office in Phoenix. She's worked there for 26 years. Senate Democrats plan to ask questions of Kavanaugh and Ford on their own, and the Democratic panel members met midday Tuesday to strategize about the hearing. Meanwhile, as the drama plays out on Capitol Hill, multiple classmates of Kavanaugh from Yale have come forward to challenge the way he portrayed himself Monday night on Fox News. The judge said he never drank so heavily that he blacked out. He said he was focused on his studies and sports and service projects, as he put it, not parting. Ford says Kavanaugh was stumbling drunk when he sexually assaulted her and tried to rape her when they were teenagers at a house party. Kavanaugh says he was never at such a party. Lynn Brooks, who was a college roommate of Deborah Ramirez at Yale, said Kavanaugh's comments about not drinking don't match what she remembers. She's a Republican and a former pharmaceutical executive. She tells the Washington Post, quote, he's trying to paint himself as some kind of choir boy. You can't lie your way onto the Supreme Court. And with that statement out, he's gone too far. It's about the integrity of that institution. Brooks said she was present one night when Kavanaugh participated in an event with his fraternity, DKE. She said she believes there's, quote, no way that he remembers all his behavior from that night. 
when fraternity brothers pushed pledges to get ridiculously drunk and do ridiculous things. Brooks, for instance, remembers seeing Kavanaugh outside the Sterling Memorial Library wearing a superhero cape and an old leather football helmet and swaying, working to keep his balance as he sang songs. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, a Pennsylvania judge has sentenced Bill Cosby to between three and 10 years in state prison, citing an overwhelming amount of evidence that the disgraced comedian had planned the drugging and sexual assault of a woman named Andrea Constand. Here's District Attorney Kevin Steele. For decades, uh, the defendant has been able to hide his, his true self and hide his crimes uh, using his fame and fortune. He's hidden behind a character created, Dr. Cliff Huxtable. Um, it was a seminal character on TV, uh, and so was the, the family, but it was fiction. When the assault happened in 2004, Constand was an administrator for the women's basketball team at Temple University, and Cosby sat on the board of trustees. Prosecutors released a letter from Constand in which she said Cosby, quote, took my beautiful, healthy, young spirit and crushed it. More than 60 women have said Cosby raped or sexually harassed them between the 1960s and the late 2000s. More than a dozen of them crowded into the courtroom Tuesday where he finally got his comeuppance. Many of them sat with their arms around one another's shoulders as the sentence was read. Number two, foreign leaders laughed at Donald Trump at the United Nations General Assembly in New York on Tuesday after he boasted about the accomplishments of his administration. In less than two years, my administration has accomplished more than almost any administration in the history of our country. America's so true. <laughs> Didn't expect that reaction, but that's okay. Trump continued the speech, which focused on issues of sovereignty for the United States. But the moment marked a pointed response from the international community to a president who has poked traditional American allies while appearing naive to adversaries like North Korea and Iran. What's ironic about this incident is that Trump has said for decades that the United States had become a, quote, laughingstock to the rest of the world. He said no one would laugh at America if he were in charge. Today, Trump will chair a meeting of the United Nations Security Council. Number three. Several sources tell us that Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein is now likely to stay on until after the midterm elections. The latest development has caused further confusion inside the Justice Department. Some officials there say that Attorney General Jeff Sessions' chief of staff, Matt Whitaker, had been telling people that he would take over for Rosenstein. They were surprised when it was announced that he'll actually keep his job. Keeping Rosenstein around through the midterms is strategic. It could motivate detractors if Trump got rid of him, and it could actually make it harder to confirm Brett Kavanaugh because people like Jeff Flake, a Republican from Arizona, are concerned about executive power. Those inside and outside the department say one other person might also depart shortly after the election, Jeff Sessions. And that's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, September 26th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Holman. I'll talk to you tomorrow.